defense wins championships. And the way this defense played last night against the New Orleans Saints lets the whole league know why their defense is number one. We're going to talk about that right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Joe, breezy this, breezy that. Lord. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy this. Y'all hear that sound? I don't know if y'all can hear that sound, but I know I can hear that sound. Can y'all hear that sound? Sounds like it's a 49ers touchdown because the way they played yesterday, they touched down and they improved to 7-4. and four. Clearly, first place in the NFC West. Yes, they're the best in the West, and we can finally talk about it right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. I'm so excited, everybody. San Francisco 49ers continue to trend upwards. Hey, doesn't matter how the wind came last night as long as they got the victory. We're going to talk about it right here. I can tell you that right now. Round of applause to everybody out there. Shout out to all the members of the channel. Man, y'all in here early. Eddie G, I see you, baby. Jacqueline in the building. What's going on, baby girl? My man Boats is in the building. Melissa, I see you out there. My brother Paul, what's going on? Family Cowboy Angel, my man El Amin. Everybody's in the building. Man, Demarcus, we was going back and forth texting last night. My apologies, I fell asleep. But you know what? It's Victory Monday, and we should be celebrating. Now, listen, six weeks left of football. The 49ers only have to go three and three, and they're in the playoffs. That means they can lose three times and still make it to the playoffs. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Matter of fact, I know that's not what's going to happen. And I can tell you right now, the way that they won on last night against the New Orleans Saints might have been just the grittiest win that they had to pull out. Now, the last time they had a gritty game like this was in Denver. And they couldn't come out victorious. But I tell you what, that Denver game prepared them on how to beat this Saints defense because that Saints defense pretty much mirrored the defense that we saw in Denver. I'm just keeping it in 100. That's kind of what it was. Defense, their defense was on point. Their defense was on point. We'll talk about the defenses throughout the show. What's going on, Callie? Bro, I was fired up because, because, because Mike wouldn't let me finish saying what I was trying to say. You know what I'm saying? To that Saints fan that came in there and said, you know, they, they shut us down. They ain't shut us down. How they shut us down if we still won the game? Last time I checked, we shut them down. So it's all good, man. Me and Mike is good. We brothers. That's that's kind of like how we get down. Shout out to my man, Symmetry. I see you, baby. Appreciate you. Perk, dog. Perk, guess what? You got your own sound bite. Listen. You guys can hear the dog. You hear the dog. Get at me, dog. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm super amped. I don't know why. I, I don't know what maybe because we're in first place. Maybe, maybe it's because we're in first place. Listen, I don't want to even I look, I know you guys want to talk about the penalties and all that. You know what we're gonna do today? We're gonna recap a little bit of the game. All right. I'm gonna give out my game day grades. All right, I got all that stuff for you guys pretty much ready to go. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna talk and focus on the heart of this team, the defense, and why they're number one. Can we do that today? Can we talk about how the defense went? How the defense made the Saints go. Is that what y'all do? Y'all go to State Warrior fans? Y'all go night-night? <laughs> y'all know that's what y'all do out there. Steph Curry, 
Night Night. He did that to my Celtics, unfortunately. Listen, guys, make sure you guys check out the song Breezy This, Breezy That. It's available on all musical platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, you name it. It's out there. Go ahead and check it out. Make sure you download it. Make sure you purchase it. Do us a favor. Shout out to my brother, Lake City Fresh. All right. Listen, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe right here on YouTube. If you're in the stream right now, hit the like button. Matter of fact, if you voted in the poll, hit the damn like button. I can see that you're voting right now because I'm watching the percentages go down on the thing. Make sure you hit the like button as well. And at the end of the show, make sure you leave a comment in the comment section. Uh, I do do tend to reply to as many comments as I can. And please share the channel. Make sure you share the channel. And I, you know what you can do now? I didn't realize you can recommend the channel. Can somebody please do due diligence and recommend this channel to other people for them to watch? That would be so dope. Don't forget to check out the podcast. It's available as well on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you leave the five-star rating as well. Don't forget to join the Patreon. We're doing the Patreon giveaway. It's the week of the giveaway, and we're going to be giving away a game day ticket and a ticket to the 49ers Rush Podcast. For details on this, please see it in the description of the show or hit me up after the show, and I can tell you how you can enter. Don't forget, shout out to our sponsors over at Residency. Hope you guys cop some Residency hats on Black Friday. Today's Cyber Monday, so there's still a sale going on, but make sure you use the promo code SFBREEZY so you can save on your purchase, all right? Let's go ahead and get down to the nitty-gritty. We got to start with a couple of things. We're going to talk about these injuries. Now, Fortunately, there were some injuries in this game. Uh, and, and here's the good thing. All right, so there's good news and there's bad news about the injuries for the 49ers. Okay, and I know when you say that there's good news, how can there possibly be good news about injuries when it comes to the 49ers? Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's simple. Uh, look, they're not seizing ending injuries. All right, so that's the good news. And they're not even injuries that's going to uh, keep the 40, uh, keep some of these players out for a long period of time. All right. So let's talk about the injuries real quick. Um, it's unfortunate that Elijah Mitchell, uh, look, the good news is for him, it's a left ankle sprain. It's not a high ankle sprain. It's not severe as the old ankle sprain. It's an MCL sprain. And it's in the left ankle this time, if I'm not mistaken. It's left. It's the left one. Right. So this is good. Right. So it's not him re-injuring the old one. So this is this is pretty good. Now, the thing is, he'll probably be out for a couple of weeks, right? Six games left. I say let him miss two to three weeks of football. Let him come back with the last couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And that'll be fire. You know what I mean? Shades Barsharda, I appreciate that, man. That would be fire if we could do that. I'll post that up in a second. But right now, we're talking about Elijah Mitchell injury. It's the opposite knee. Shout out to my brother, Steve. Shout out to Steve out there. Steve Mullins, guys. Make sure you hit him up. All right. So look, I say two or three weeks, he's out and it's cool. He'll come back in the next three, several weeks. I say the last three weeks of the game, let him get reacclimated. Let him get re, you know, reestablished back as a running back in the last three weeks of the season. Uh, you know, where we got to play those games, you know, you got the Raiders, you got the Cardinals, who we got before that, uh, whatever Seahawks, maybe, I don't, I don't know. We, I know we got six games left, so let him come back the last three weeks and let him get reacclimated. So he's really good to go for the playoffs. So, you know, this is good because this brings up the polls. And I see my man symmetry says this, and I'm going to ask you guys this question. Okay. Symmetry says we can give Jordan Mason valuable reps. Check this out. Oh my gosh. I heard that is, is Tevin Coleman on the 49ers practice squad. Where's Tevin Coleman currently? Tevin Coleman. Who is he? I thought he was on a different team. Is he on the 49ers practice squad? Matt Mayoko said that he was on the 49ers practice squad. I thought Tevin Coleman got picked up by somebody. But I tell you what, if he's on the 49ers practice squad, this is good news. Okay. Uh, and and I expect him to be the guy that's going to be the backup to Christian McCaffrey. It won't be Jordan Mason. Now, do I think Jordan Mason is a head? So someone's all right. So Steve is saying yes. They're saying yes. I thought he went to the Jets as well. Juan, Kiran, I thought he went to the Jets as well. Um, so I don't know. But apparently he's uh, he's on our practice squad. So expect him to be the backup to CMC. It's my thought process. Don't ask me why. I just think that's what Kyle, that's who Kyle Shanahan is going to go with. He's going to go with the more comfortable, you know, guy. Now, a lot of people were like, well, why not more reps to Jordan Mason? He's still going to get his reps. Now, the question is this, and let me see what you guys think out there. Because we're having a conversation, A and B conversation. So whoever's not watching, you got to see your way out. So 
let's say Tevin Coleman doesn't get called up, which I think he will. Let's say yeah, it's between Jordan Mason and Ty Davis Price. Who do you think will back up? All right. Who's going to spell or back up Christian McCaffrey? Will it be Ty Davis Price or Jordan Mason? Let's see what you guys say out there. Ty Davis Price or Jordan Mason? Okay. I want to know what you guys think. Master J says we should have kept coping. It's so weird because I thought we released him from the practice squad. I thought he got signed by the Jets. I thought we were picked up by some team. So a lot of people are saying he's on the practice squad. All right, so Cowboy. All right, so look, I like this. I like this. We got some, we got some, oh, oh, let me start with the beginning. All right, so I got Steve saying TDP, Eddie G saying Jordan Mason, uh, Kali saying activate TDP, Demarcus, TDP, Cowboy Angel, whoever got the playbook down, Perk Dog, TDP, uh, Snozzle Shabizzle, Mason, he looked better than TDP. Uh, maybe, yeah, okay, different, different. Facing different parts of the defense at times, but okay, I, I could dig it. Um, Mason, Sim says he forgot about TDP. Paul says uh, TDP, but I want Mason. We got Mason, uh, TDP, but I want Mason. I like this. Christy, Mason, Mason. Coleman is on the Jets. That's what I thought. I'm confused. We'll figure it out. I'll tell you that right now. We'll figure it out. If TDP is healthy, it's him. TDP is healthy, though, symmetry. It's more like a, the reason why TDP is inactive over Mason is because of Mason's ability on special teams. I'm trying to, trying to, this is my point. And so that's why I don't think Mason would be the backup to TDP. I think TDP would be the backup to Mason. You still have Mason there. It'll be that third stream guy in case of an emergency. But if they don't go, if, if they don't have another running back off the PS, if Tevin Coleman isn't there, or if they don't pick up somebody this week, uh, expect TDP to be active. Expect TDP to back up Christian McCaffrey. And if Christian McCaffrey some for some reason can't go this week, for some reason because of the, the knee injury, which we're going to talk about in a second, um, it's a possibility that TDP may get the start if they don't bring in another veteran uh, a backup. So Mason is there, guys, for the simple fact that he is the one you want there for special teams. He is the better special teams player. TDP doesn't play special teams. And so the reason why Mason was even active yesterday, in my opinion, is because of his ability to play special teams. And luckily he was active and he played pretty well. I, th I thought Mason had, had you know, did pretty decent in the time that he got in the game. I tell you what, Mason closed out the game. I could tell you that. He couldn't go with CMC. Elijah Mitchell was out. They only had one running back left. It was him and Juice. Shout out to Mason. Round of applause to Mason coming in there saying, yo, I, I could be the closer. Better give that boy some credit, man. All right, Eddie G is saying that he is on the practice squad. So if he's on the practice squad, cool. If not, cool. We'll figure it out. Um, I, I just, it's just weird. Can't remember. But it's, it's cool. If he's on there, cool. If he's not, cool. If Kevin Coleman is on the practice squad, though, expect him to be called up. Uh, then you still might get TEP inactive. And then Jordan Mason, again, would be that emergency guy because you need him for special teams. So see where I'm going with this? So that's it's it's, uh, it's unfortunate that Elijah Mitchell is uh, injured. Let's talk about CMC's injury. He has some knee swelling going on in the knee or whatnot. Okay, and let's talk about that. Now, Google could be wrong about Coleman, so... If you don't see him on the website of the 49ers, he may not be on the practice squad. So we'll, we'll figure it out. I promise. All right. Kali says he just looked. He's on the practice squad. All right. Cool. So y'all figure that out. Let's go about CMC because this injury uh, shouldn't keep him on the sideline for long. Correct? Um, it looked like, you know, he just had some knee swelling in his knees. Uh, he changed his brace. He did come back in the game. Um, and unfortunately, the 49ers rushing attack was just subpar, right? It was average, I would say. I, I, I would say it was pretty much average. Uh, I don't expect the CMC injury to be too severe. I expect him to start against the Miami Dolphins this week. All right. Um, Spencer Burford also was injured. Um, not uh, a sprained ankle, but not a high ankle sprain. Just want to put that out there. So he also got a sprained ankle, but it wasn't a high ankle sprain. So that's good. Right. So will he will he be good to go this week? Well, it all depends on how well he practices. But the good news is you got Daniel Brunskill. Right. And so this is 
you know, they were they were rotating back and forth and just on a play. We uh, unfortunately we saw the young fella limp off off the field with an ankle sprain. So Spencer Burford is not a high ankle sprain. So don't be alarmed. And that's why I said it's bad news that we got some injuries and we sustain injuries. But it's good news that these injuries aren't going to be detrimental to the team or to the player. They won't be out for a long period of time. And then Debo Samuel had the quad contusion. Man, if you watch Debo Samuel, man, he was running as hard as he could. Uh, we also know he had a hamstring injury. So I thought he was struggling from the hamstring injury, okay, opposed to it was definitely something wrong with his quad. So he had a quad contusion. So that was the injuries from uh, last night's game. Uh, like I said, good news and bad news. Good news is they're not out for a long period of time. The bad news is the 49ers, who haven't dealt with injuries for the past two weeks, had multiple injuries. Now, one injury that didn't make the, the, the injury report is Jimmy Garoppolo's injury. And I see a lot of you guys out there talking about it. And we got to talk about it because it's unfortunate. I mean, it's it's good for the 49ers, right? But it's it's... It, it, it wasn't detrimental to Jimmy Garoppolo and the team because, God forbid, that that injury looked disgusting. It looked disgusting. It was not on Contavious Street. It was on a different player. Uh, I know some people saying Street. Uh, it wasn't on Contavious Street. It was on a different player. Uh, but the player uh, dove at his knees, below his knees, and you can see that he made the tackle on Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the penalty flag was thrown. And I guess I want to have the question like, why doesn't Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And here's the question. I, I can I start a question out here? Can I do that as well? I got the poll going. Yes, I can. Um, here's the question that we're gonna do some QA with, right? Why doesn't and I'm typing it over here? So if you see me looking away, why doesn't Jimmy Garoppolo get a lot? of calls right why doesn't jimmy garoppolo get a lot of calls we watch a lot of quarterbacks play football everybody out here you guys myself we watch a lot of football right especially on sunday right we watch a lot of football and the question is i'm watching quarterbacks that i never even heard of get called for uh you know roughing the passer face masking things like that let me make sure i got the the english going properly why doesn't jimmy garoppolo get a lot of calls right so why doesn't jimmy get a lot of these calls like i watched jimmy garoppolo get beat up i watched him get beat up literally i watched him get hit in the face i watched the face mask i watched roughing the passer they did call that one and the funny thing about that call they wanted to reverse it, like not reverse it, but the commentators were simply saying, hey, man, he was never outside the pocket or he was outside the pocket, whatever one they said, but it should have been a penalty. And I'm like, what? Huh? Anyway, he doesn't get calls. And I'm trying to figure out, well, well, Jerry says Niners don't get calls, period. Fact. But that's not what I'm trying to ask is the quarterback is the most protected position in football. But when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers, it's like they overlook the quarterback position. And I get it. The 49ers don't get a lot of calls. I understand that. I see. I hear. I believe you guys. I, I do. I watch the games. I, I Trust me. But the question is, why isn't our quarterback protected by the NFL? I think that's what the question I should have asked. So my question is not to you, but I'm asking you guys, like, why do you think he doesn't get these calls? Is it because the 49ers don't get the calls? Because last time I checked, quarterbacks are supposed to be protected. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to my man, Perk Dog. Chrissy says because he's handsome. Could be. Maybe Jimmy got to stop smiling. Maybe he's got to start complaining more. I don't know. I don't know what it is. All I know is he's not getting these calls and you're watching him get like, you know, like literal, they should be like, I mean, if I watch Jimmy's head go this way and I see the fingers in the face mask and, and, you know, he shakes it off and it's a non-call. I'm just like, how do the refs not call that? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So maybe, uh, because the refs don't like pretty boys. Hey, Kali, like, I felt like, I felt like that's when it started. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, like the helmet to helmet and the Kansas City Super Bowl, they didn't call it. And I couldn't figure out, like, why won't Jimmy get these calls? Is it because he's not a superstar? I don't, I'm not trying to compare him to Tom Brady, but that's why I said I watch other quarterbacks like that aren't even in the echelon of a Tom Brady that might not even be in the echelon with Jimmy Garoppolo. They get calls. I don't know. 
I, I didn't want to do a show about the refs and complain about the officiating, um, but they just don't give the quarterback is supposed to be the most protected position in the league. Tom Brady made that clear, right? Tuck rule, you name it, bunch of rules for Brady, right? But then you watch those rules get trickled down to the majority of the quarterbacks in the league, except for the ones that play for the 49ers. So you guys are right. Maybe it's a 49er thing. Maybe it's just the fact that it's a 49er thing. It could be that, you know. Um, who knows? Just wanted to throw that out there. Nice little Q&A. You guys can respond to it if you want, uh, and I'll read your comments, and I'll pin the comments in the in the comment section of the show. Uh, Niner Gang says, Cam Newton got told by a ref, you're not there yet. I remember him talking about that, bro. I remember, but that, that you can't. Now, Cam Newton not getting those calls is different because he's, he portrays himself to be a running quarterback. That ain't Jimmy. That's not Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a running quarterback. He, matter of fact, Jimmy, I need you to never run again. Unless it's clear green acres of, of grass. Other than that, no more quarterback keepers, man. Please. Uh, what is this? Live ND 49. I hope I oh, live and die 49 exclamation point says the NFL is out to get us. For some reason, they don't like us. Someone needs to be, uh, someone needs to bring this to their attention. I don't know if they don't like the Yorks. Um, it, it's, it's deeper than what we think. It's a lot deeper than what we think votes. Why you gotta, why you gotta bring this up? Uh, it's you know what though it's Kyle Shanahan's playbook. <laughs> it's it's his playbook. Um, Symmetry says refs are not officials; they're regulators, meaning they regulate the score, not officiate the actual players. So then, help me. I, I like this though, bro. But so help me understand. They're not so 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 the NBA has officials and the NFL has referees. Is that what it is? Because if that if that's if if that's the if that's the terminology that you're taking and bringing to my attention, I get it. I get it. Um, and 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 I see some of the things that you guys are saying. Kali says officials were bad on both sides, 100. Uh, percent I'm not even taking away from that. Officials were just bad. Period. I just want to know why Jimmy don't get more calls. I think that's what it is. He, he doesn't get the PI calls when he throws the ball down the field. He doesn't get that and whatever. Oh, he's saying in all sports, he's saying refs are just pure. They're not officials. They're just straight up regulars. Got you, bro. I, I, I think I kind of understand where you're going. Uh, Dynamite Dave has a question. He says, this is why uh, this. The question is, why does Bosa never get a holding call? This is so bad. And Bosa will have three sacks a game. Yeah. It's hard for us because we clearly watch it. And I don't think it's a. Uh, let me ask you this question. Do you guys watch edge rushers play now that the fact that we have a Bosa, do you watch edge rushers a lot more closer on from other teams to see if they get held as much to see if they get the calls? Do you guys, I do that. I do that. That helps me make this argument. And that question that you just asked, bro, what's going on, Marty Mar? It helps me make that argument in the question that you're asking, uh, because I see a lot of holding calls get called. Now, here's the only thing I'm going to ask Nick Bosa to get better at. And maybe you guys can do it with me. He has to get better at selling the hold, like faking it, making it up, go to acting school, figure it out. He has to get better. I think he's in his brain. He feels like he can beat the guy on every single play. But then when he's going up against two or three guys, he's starting to realize that he has to get better at selling the hold. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, throw the hands up, do something. I think that's what he has to do. If he does that, maybe, maybe. Um, he'll get calls more. He'll get the he'll get the call. I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't get it. It's so weird. It's super weird. Can't can't figure it out to save my life. All right, guys. So yes, let's talk about this 13-0 win, man. Whew, what a gritty game. What a gritty game. Um, look, overall, I thought the 49ers, you know, they did what they had to. They dig down deep into their guts and they figured out how to come out with a victory. The offense put up just enough, and the defense was just the best factor out there on 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 both you know for th throughout the whole game like the defense was just the, the defense was i don't even want to say the defense was the icing on the cake the defense was the icing the cake the ingredients uh they were all there was it was everything it was everything and we 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 use ben don't break a lot 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we use that a lot. Like, we say, oh, Ben, but don't break. We, we use that all the time. But I don't think we've ever seen uh, a Robert Sala's defense play as great as we've seen uh, a D'Amico Ryan's defense, which he inherited from Robert Sala. But the point is, that Ben don't break mantra was so on point. Because how many times did they bend? Like, they bent a lot in that game. You know what I mean? Like, they bent a lot in that game. Like, a lot. And I'm just saying to myself, damn, yo. Like, at one point, I was like, yo, just give him the score, get the ball back, and, and hold the ball for eight minutes. That's that's kind of what it was trending because the refs were extending plays where they were calling penalties. The 49ers were committing penalties, and the refs were throwing the flags or the officials, whatever you want to call them. And, unfortunately, the Saints' just drives just stayed alive. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, come on. Like, what is going on here? But, you know, when you if you go when you go back and rewatch the game, you're not going to you're not going to watch the game the same way. Now you can kind of sit down and kind of like own in on, you know, what the 49ers did. And and it's going to be it's going to be a good watch. I can tell you right now, it's going to be a good watch. I watched the game a couple of times uh, after, you know, I watched the game once after uh, watching the game. And I promise you, you're going to be dope. Now, here's what here are my takes from this game, right? Uh, I know a lot of people were like, damn, the offense is terrible. And I get it. I Trust me. I understand the offense was totally night and day from the Arizona Cardinals game. And maybe the offense was still in Arizona. Who knows? Maybe the altitude got to them. Uh, I was telling Mike from nothing but Niners that when I got back from Mexico City, I, I wanted to sleep for two days. Like, I was so drained from just the air quality, like the altitude. And I didn't even run around. I didn't do anything but work. Like I was out there and and went to the game, you know, with the rush road trip. So it had me beat. I can't imagine how the players felt who actually played a game at altitude. So maybe the, maybe the offense was kind of like just stagnant. But here's what they did, right? They, they, they dominated, right? So they controlled the clock. They had the ball for almost nine more minutes, so 34 minutes and 50 seconds, almost 35 minutes in this game. They ran 67 plays, 317 offensive yards, 4.7 yards per play. Um, there was a total of seven penalties for the team for 64 yards. They got a touchdown. Now, I want to talk about the passing because I know a lot of people were worried about the passing. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo is 26 for 37. 70.3% completion percentage is pretty good. Jimmy Garoppolo's numbers were Jimmy Garoppolo's numbers, all right? 221 yards, eight and a half per, per, per uh, um, six yards per attempt, eight per completion. He had a touchdown, zero interceptions. He was sacked once. We'll talk about the sack in a second. Um, and he lost a yard on that sack. Passer rating was 94.5. I, I don't know what more we wanted. Uh, I'm sure we from Jimmy. I think Jimmy played Jimmy ball. Uh, We definitely wanted more from the offense, but I felt like Jimmy played Jimmy ball. Now, if you watch the pregame show, guys, you have to watch Sizzling Sunday. It comes on two hours before kickoff. I'm putting a plug in for Sizzling Sunday because that's the pregame show that the Nitty Gritty Niners crew brings to you. It just involves some food. So you're going to get food and football. You got to tune in because we're spitting out facts. On that show, it's either it's me, Moe's, Peachy, sometimes Fair. So you you, you guys want to make sure you tune in because we talk about a lot of the things that we feel like is going to go down and you missed it. So make sure you give it a rewatch and make sure you comment in the comment section. And you could be like, yo, Breezy, Moe's, y'all was right. I, I would love that because you want to tune into that. It's our pregame show. It's an hour before Nothing But Niners comes on. So I do that one. Then I jump on Nothing But Niners. It's, it's the way of killing two birds in one stone. And, and, and you don't want to miss that pregame show. Plus, you get to see some of the good food and drinks and desserts that we prepare for, for our tailgate experience. But again, like I said, rushing, 29 carries. That's the number, right? They, they need to get a little bit higher. Um, 96 yards in total, 3.3 yards to carry again. Average. Look, the Saints were giving up 132 rushing yards. 132 rushing yards. Okay. Now, in my opinion, like that's that's not good for the Niners. Like the Niners only got 96 yards. Now you got to factor in some injuries. You got to factor in the way the Saints were playing defense. But unfortunately, like they they gotta they gotta be better in the run game. And the run game, in my opinion, is the reason why the score was 13 to nothing. All right. If the run game was more sustainable, which they didn't follow that, but they still got to win. If the run game was more sustainable, 
it would have allowed the 49ers to be more creative downfield. I know a lot of people were saying that Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, were, was missing some throws, should have had an interception, blah, 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 blah. Get it. 100%. You guys spent facts. You guys need to be on the show. You guys are spitting facts. I got you right here to spit the facts. But here's the thing. Jimmy Garoppolo did miss, in my opinion, an easy throw. I felt like he didn't have the pressure in his face. His timing was just off. Mose and I went back and forth. Um, I haven't watched it on the All-22 yet, which is what I'm waiting to do this uh, after the show. But I want to see how far that safety from the on the top was from Christian McCaffrey because he had Tyron Matthew beat. And if Jimmy would have just threw it right in front of him, not that far in front of him, in my opinion, Christian McCaffrey could have made a play on that and 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 not gotten leveled by the safety at the top. That's just kind of what I'm thinking. Oh, that's what you were talking about. I didn't know what WSN meant. Okay, so get a Weaver Smoke Smoky Mountain. I saw the link. I started watching the link, and I'm like, what? So that, you said get a tripod, and now I got to order a ring light. Got you, bro. I'm on it. Thank you, man. I appreciate the comment in the comment section. Um, <clears throat> but again, uh, like I said, I got to figure out that particular safety and his position on the ball. But I thought that was one of the, 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 the worst throws from Jimmy Garoppolo. He made some good throws, but I thought that one right there, I felt like if he could have just dropped it right in, like that throw was, was I don't know, it was a bad throw. It was a bad throw. Real, real bad throw, in my opinion. But again, here's where the 49ers did well. And, and you guys might not agree with me, but man, they had 21 first downs to the Saints 14. 12 of them were passing first downs, okay? Six were rushing, okay? Three were from penalties, okay? So I just want to factor that in, right? Three of them were from penalties. 49ers were 39% on third down. They were five for 13. Got to be better. Shout out to Juwan Jennings. Shout out to third and Juwan. That's what we're going to call it. They were one for two on fourth downs. I want to talk about that one, that one sack. So Jimmy Garoppolo was sacked once, right? But here's the cool thing. He wasn't sacked because of the offensive line. Jimmy Garoppolo was sacked because the dude decided to run the ball on a play that I just felt like, man, you, you like, got to throw it. Like, wait, let it develop. And he thought he can get in. Unfortunately, he got stopped behind the line of scrimmage, and it's labeled as a sack. You see what I'm saying? So he wasn't sacked because the offensive line, quote, unquote, gave up the pressure. Jimmy Garoppolo was sacked because he decided to dip Tuck the ball, quarterback keep, and run it. And unfortunately, it was a sack. We got a uh, Super Chat contribution. I'm no longer waiting to the end of the show for contributions. If you put them in here, they're getting red right now. Shout out to Sean. Touchdown for you, baby. He says, come on, Breezy. Jimmy played like Duke. Old Dookie again. Resign this guy. Yeah, right. He can't escape himself. Also, KS play calling Kyle Shanahan was absurd in red zone. Zero creativity. Ran CMC into the ground. Dumb coaching. Now, look. I agree. Didn't like some of the play calls from Kyle Shanahan. Thought he just, his creativity just wasn't there in this particular game, especially you got to score in the red zone and you definitely got to score when you're on the goal line, right? I think we can all agree to that. Got to score in the red zone, got to score in on the goal line. So I do agree that I felt like Kyle Shanahan's play calling was just a little bit like, like, what are you doing? Right. That quarterback keeper on the goal line at the one yard line. What was that, Kyle? Now, I don't know if that was Jimmy's fault or Kyle's fault. I don't like the play call, but I don't know if that was Jimmy's fault or Kyle's fault. Sean, if you want to become a member, you got to hit that join button on the new page. If you're still a member on the old page, please denounce your membership. Get rid of that and put it up here on the new page. That's how you become a member. You just hit join. It's real simple. But thank you for the contribution. I don't think Jimmy played like Dookie. Well, I like I don't get the Jimmy Dookie stuff. What are we talking about? He didn't play like Dookie. And this is actually me not sticking up for him. I don't think he played like Dookie. I thought Jimmy played like Jimmy. Like Jimmy had pretty much the same stats he had in the Arizona game, but with three less TDs. I don't think he played like Doodoo. Well, shout out, I, I'm going to hold the question. If I see questions pop up in the thing, we're going to hold them toward the end of the show. So don't worry. I'm going to get to them toward the end of the show. So, guys, remember, if you got a question and you want me to answer it, pros it, right? And I'll save five minutes left for the thing. I don't think Jimmy played like Dookie, man. I really don't. Matter of fact, did you see Jimmy Garoppolo escape a sack and still complete the pass? 
going down, that's not Dookie. That's Jimmy Garoppolo adding another notch to his tool belt, bro. He's, he's adding another hole to his tool belt. He was sacked. He was getting brought down to the ground, and he flung that ball out in the area of his uh, player. And I can't remember who made the catch, but they made the catch. I don't think he's trash. I, I don't think he's trash. I know Melissa's saying 10 is trash. Sean's saying he played like Dookie. I don't get it. I don't get it. So it's funny. He plays like Dookie, right? I, but but y'all not complaining on the third and Jawan passes, Melissa. You're happy that Jawan Jennings got a touchdown, but you're saying he's trash. Shit doesn't add up for me. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Um, but I thought Jimmy played like Jimmy. I thought Jimmy was an, his 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 average quarterback. Did he make the mistake now? And Jimmy's defense on the mistake. Uh, you know, he said that he felt like Ray Ray McLeod was held. Um, and that's where the interception came from. So if Ray Ray McLeod wasn't held, the ball was going to where Ray Ray McLeod was supposed to end up. And then unfortunately there was a defender there. I, I still feel like that Jimmy has to still see that. Don't just throw the ball and get it away. Um, you know, you got to see that Jimmy. So for me, that's still Jimmy, but I just don't think he played like Dookie and I don't think he was trash. I felt like Jimmy was good. Jimmy, he didn't get no, he didn't get, he didn't get called for a safety being down in the end zone. Tell you that he was Dookie week two, uh, week three against the Denver Broncos. He's definitely improved. Was he great? Absolutely not. Could he have been better? 100%. How much better do you want to say Jimmy to be? How much better do you want him to be? If, you know, there's pressure in his face on every play, he can't run the ball. I mean, they're not running the ball. Right, we, guys, we had 96 rushing yards in totality, and they were dispersed. <laughs> Let me just read you the guys the rushing stats, just, just so you guys can understand, like, like, how hard it was to run against this Saints front. And it wasn't like the Saints had four linemen up there. They had six guys on the line. You guys ever heard of the game called Numbers? I was going back and forth with someone on Twitter yesterday, and I don't want to mention the person's name, but it was just like the, the offensive line needs work. And I'm like, yo, it's, it's, it's six on five. This <laughs> is the numbers game. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I don't know. It's just hard. It's I'm not no no excuses. It's just numbers. You know, it's kind of what the, the Cardinals tried it and it didn't work. We were able to counter it. But unfortunately, the Saints tried it and it was working. It was effective. Uh, it was a number. It was it's, it's the numbers thing. And it's going to be numbers for the remainder of the season. Don't expect it to be four. Well, we got five guys blocking their four guys and they're sending. No, 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 no. They're definitely going to load the box. They want to eliminate the run. That's the that's the game plan. That's the blueprint on how to beat the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey had 11 carries for 32 yards. He only averaged 2.9 yards a carry. Elijah Mitchell, seven carries, 35 yards. He was averaging five yards a carry. Elijah Mitchell was going to be a problem again in the second half until the injury. Notice the 49ers stopped running the ball. Jordan Mason, five carries, 25 yards. Five yards a carry. Jimmy Garoppolo, four carries, four yards, one yard a carry. Elijah Mitchell had the long of the 12. So they just weren't able to sustain or establish the type of running game that they wanted to. Like, you get what I'm saying? That's kind of like where it came down to or, or, or whatnot. So I know you're saying that tennis trash, uh, Melissa. I know you're saying he doesn't elevate uh, other players. You know who he elevated yesterday? Juwan Jennings. And I know that's your boy. And I just want you to know that he definitely elevated Jawan Jennings. And we can say third and Jawan saved the day on multiple plays. I'm talking seven targets, six receptions, 49 yards. His long was the 13. Uh, and then he had the touchdown in the end zone. His touchdown was super impressive. And I know this isn't like a super offensive show, but I want to do my offensive grades. I'm going to do grades next. Um, that touchdown was impressive because he had to adjust to it. The ball should have been intercepted. Let's just call it like it is. I didn't think that was the best throw from Jimmy Garoppolo. And it might have it been a good throw, but Tyron Matthew was in the area. Let's just call it like we call it. Let's call it spade a spade. He was there, okay? And he made the play on the ball. Unfortunately, Jawan Jennings has GPS tracking ability. And he was able to uh, come down with that pass for the only touchdown in the game. The only touchdown in the game. You know what I mean? So um, that, yeah, that 100%. Like that, that's kind of what it is. Um, 
of course you can come on the show, Melissa, uh, one day this week and explain yourself, no doubt. Um, but listen, I thought the offense was stagnant. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck. They just weren't the same offense that I thought that they were trending up to be. Offense needs work. If it's going to take more creativity, then they're going to have to figure that out because I see a lot of people saying that they were less creative out there. Um, so they're going to have to figure that out. They're going to have to figure out how to be more creative uh, in their game. Sean, another super chat contribution. Uh, how did he get that touchdown? A tip, almost picked. Uh, Matthew, here are some glasses. Uh, why does Tyron Matthew have the hardest last name to spell in the English language? I wish it was spelled, spelled like this, Sean. Unfortunately, it's not. Um, here are some glasses to rethink uh, your team, Jimmy. Listen, the ball was almost picked, but it wasn't picked. And last time I checked, there's a dope song by this girl or artist, singer-songwriter named Brandy Norwood that has a song that says, almost doesn't count. It just doesn't. It doesn't. It wasn't picked. <laughs> At the end of the day, and you know, that was the argument that Mike and I kept getting into last night, right? It was like, yo, they got into four scoring drives. Yeah, but Mike, guess what? They didn't score. Well, they almost scored. Well, Mike, but they didn't. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, they, they didn't score. Like, I can they work on it? For sure. I tell you one thing they don't got to work on. They red zone defense. They went ranked. They were the 22nd ranked red zone defense in the league until last night it's crazy it's crazy it, it's crazy um but yeah man, sean almost doesn't count the ball should have been tipped if tyron matthew would have made a better play maybe the pass was thrown so good that he can only tip the pass hmm. i wish i had the light bulb sound ding <laughs> um you guys are i love it guys i love you i love you guys out here all right so let's go ahead and get down to my grades for the game usually i say this to the middle of the week i'm like why do i save it to the middle of the week when i could just do it right now all right so passing offense um look 26 attempts 221 yards of td the sack we talked about the sack um on jimmy garoppolo i gave it a b minus I, I gave the i gave the passing offense a b minus uh i felt like they they moved the ball okay they were moving the ball in the air uh, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't sacked by the offensive line. The offensive line were giving up pressures. They were giving up quarterback hits, but they weren't giving up sacks. All right. Now, some of those hits definitely are, are detrimental. All right. No, no doubt. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but listen, the offense, the passing offense have a lot of ways to where they can prove. Uh, James is saying Jimmy alone played D minus. I didn't get D minus football from Jimmy, bro. I think Jimmy is the reason why I even gave him a B minus. Dude, they got into the red zone. The, 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 the issue is they couldn't score in the red zone. They got to the red zone three times, 33%, one for three in the red zone, right? You get what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what it is. If you gave it a C-plus like Melissa did, I can dig it. I was kind of teetering the C-plus side. I'm not even going front. I'm giving them an up and up because I felt like offensively wasn't a bad game. It was just a poor game. Big difference. Wasn't bad, but they missed Two opportunities in the red zone. And then you got to factor in those stupid-ass penalties that call the touchdown back. Like, like th those were the issues. So imagine if Elijah Mitchell scores the touchdown because Jake – who was it? Jake Brindle? Not Jake Brindle. Who got – George Kittle. Even though that wasn't a hold. Even though we saw it with our own eyes. What the hell was the hold there? Even though we saw that, right? It's another touchdown. And it's it, – we're up with, – with, what's the score? 21 now that was 21 to nothing and 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 then the then the rushing offense would have had done something great right and then it would have changed the way that the saints play football why because now the saints have to score tds matter of fact they had to score two tds to win the game anyway so if you gave it a b a b minus a c a c plus i could dig it i could dig it at all and and teradome says the offensive line wasn't great at all i'm not saying that they were perfect but I don't think they were bad, bro. Like, I don't think they were bad. Did they give up pressure? Yeah, because of numbers. They were sending guys left and right. And I don't know how you block all those guys you're sending with five guys. That's Jimmy Garoppolo has to get that ball out as quickly as possible. But if his players aren't open, it's an incomplete pass. Look, they didn't give up any sacks. They gave up hits. They gave up the pressures. But I would say this. I didn't think the offensive line had their best game, but they absolutely didn't have their worst game, bro. So C plus, B minus, it should be in that range. Uh, rushing offense. All right, you guys are going to be mad at me with this grade, so I, I really don't care if you're mad at me because uh, it's what it is. I gave a C plus. I thought the rushing was average. 29 attempts, 96 yards. 
Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, 90, you know, uh, Jordan Mason, I just 96 yards. That it's it's not good. It's not when a team is giving up 132 yards a game, averaging, averaging, you got to get more rushing yards. And it also helps the team out. All right. So averaging. Like I I, I kind of thought that's what it was. Um, what do you guys got on the rushing? That Jimmy Garoppolo run. Whether it was a busted play or not, he chose to run it. That might have been one of the worst runs of the game. Jimmy Garoppolo, a lot of things could have went wrong on that. He could have fumbled, could have got hurt. A lot of things. If you're and we clearly weren't on the goal line, like the one yard line, you know what I mean? But damn, the rushing's got to be better. If everybody wants the offense to work, right? Well, then you gotta ignite, stick the key into the ignition and run the goddamn ball. You got to run the ball and, and you can factor in the injuries. You can factor in them being beat up. It's all Gucci. But at the end of the day, the saints did the saints came to do one thing. It was take away the run and be in Jimmy Garoppolo's face. And so I say this, the rushing uh, offense has to be better. I gave him a C plus. They almost had a hundred yards. They almost got to that number. They were almost at 30. Right. And, and, and the issue is they just, they did, they didn't score. Well, they did. It got called back. That that would have changed the game so much. And Elijah Mitchell would have led the team in rushing at that time. And there's a small possibility, small possibility, that Elijah Mitchell wouldn't even gotten injured. I'm just saying. If they had sustained the run game a little bit more. Passing defense. I gave it A. I just straight up. It's just A's across the board. I mean, some people might give it an A+. Plus. I gave it an A. I felt like they, they you know... Um, 197 yards, not bad. Uh, they had that one sack, you know what I'm saying, toward the end of the game. Uh, they also had a forced fumble. Um, but I'm still sticking with an A because the pressure just wasn't there. Like, like, dude, we got pressures from all sides, all facets on this defensive line, and they couldn't get to freaking Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton and Melissa, last night you were saying, how in the hell? How in the hell did Andy Dalton rush for a third and 11? Because the passing defense, they broke down. Kerry Hyder gave up on the play. He thought he wasn't going to get out there. Maybe he thought he had help from the edges, you know. So they got room to improve, and I think that was Mike's whole argument last night. They still got room to improve. A lot of people giving him an A+. Plus. I ain't mad at you. You act like I'm mad. I want them to be an A plus, but I'm I'm sticking with my A. Um, they got room to improve in, in the passing. Um, definitely uh, a lot better. Uh, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely they could be better. They they definitely got to stop. Uh, you know, those guys. Uh, rushing defense A minus two. Look, I mean A two. Sorry, not an A minus A. Sixty three yards, Joe. Guys, Andy Dalton led the Saints with four. Rushing attempts for 21 yards, y'all. 21 yards. He was the leading rusher. Over Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, Mark Ingram, Andy Dalton was the leading rusher. 63 total yards. You give this team an A. Shout out to Fred Warner for uh, forcing the fumble at the very beginning. This team was on another level, bro. Hey, hey, Kali, who was my key to shut down? Who did I say we needed to take out of this game? Him. Camara, shut him down. Not only did they shut him down, they freaking like made him fumble. Like they broke him. He looked broken on the sideline. Whew. Tough, man. Tough. Um, real tough. I hope I didn't miss a question. I felt like I missed a question. It's hard doing it by yourself. Um, but yeah, definitely shut him down. Um, special teams, eh, I gave it eh, B plus, B plus, nothing special. Mitch was good. Gold two for two, gave us six points. Nothing special. Uh, B plus, didn't mess up, didn't fall for any fakes, didn't give up a lot of yards. Go to B plus. Coaching, A minus. Coaching, A minus. So listen, I felt like if I had to take a hundred, and then I had to take an eighty nine. And I averaged the two together because I'm going offense plus defense. And I averaged the two together. 
I, that's where I get the A minus. I thought D'Amico Ryan's was the best coach on the field yesterday, hands down. Not just because he pitched the shutout, just for the simple fact that, man, have you ever seen more players ball in, all in? They're all in. They're all in. Like, all in. And so, D'Amico, shout out to you. Unfortunately, we know that you're going to be moving on. And we're just going to have to trust. We're going to have to trust that Kyle Shanahan is going to make the next right decision. He made the right decision on you. I believe he's going to make the right decision on whoever is going to come in. Perhaps Vic Fangio. Perhaps maybe Chris Kosirik takes a notch up. We'd love to see, even though he said he never wants to lose. Uh, leave the, the the line. He wants to stay as a defensive line coach. But um, yeah, I've given it an A minus. Some people saying uh, offensively they gave it a C minus. Defensive coaching A. I, I got it. Yeah, everybody is subjective to what they said. Uh, even symmetry is going A plus. Look, guys, don't worry about what you saw from the performance of the offense uh, because they have a defense that can win the championship. And we wouldn't be saying that. Uh, offenses sell tickets and defenses win championships. It wouldn't be a saying, right? It wouldn't be a saying um, if 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 it wasn't true. And we watched the defense go out here and ball out. Let's get to a couple of quick graphics, man, because when I tell you that this defense was on a whole nother level, they're on a whole nother level. Now, CBS put this out last night, all right? Now, you got you, you guys got to understand what's going on here. Points per game first. Yards per game first. Rushing yards per game first. Yards per rush first. First downs a game first. Passing TDs first. Like, this is the defense that comes out on the field every week. Are there some, like, like kinks in the chain? For sure. They get injured. They lose players for the season. Emmanuel mostly. Jason Verrett, who didn't see the field this week. Of course, there's going to be some kinks that they got to iron out. But man, that episode that Tara Dome was talking about yesterday, the episode that we did, tell me that wasn't a great exercise. It was the midseason. We asked, what were we going to see? Is the defense going to carry this team or the offense? It was split down the middle, and I had to make the decision, and I just never made it. But it was five on the offense, five on the defense. And everybody's right. Everybody's right, but here's the thing. The defense, guys, some games you're going to get like this. Some games you're going to get like this. Now, let's talk about these defensive accolades, right? Shout out to the 49ers uh, and, and SAP, the stat zone, all right? So this is what the 49ers did. Zero points allowed in the second half in the each last of the four games. So four-game streak where the 49ers defense hasn't allowed any points. Oh, I got to come back and say this. They also didn't allow any points in the first half, so there's a possibility they may be starting another trend. I had to do the Nick Bosa. All right, here we go. Kylie, I'll, I'll get to that in a second because I just saw it. All right, now let's get back to this graphic because there's more on here. Number two. The last four times the New Orleans Saints have been shut out. I want you to see this. This past weekend, 2002, week 17, 1998, which is the year I graduated from high school, week 6, 1997, week 9. What are all those teams next to those dates? Does history repeat itself? The 49ers. Last thing. New Orleans Saints had played 332 games without being shut out, which was the longest active streak in the NFL. I did a show this past week saying that the 49ers are here to break records. I don't remember what show it is, but it's somewhere on this channel. They are setting records, y'all. Look at this. Their last shutout, January 6, 2002, against the 49ers. That's what we were talking about, week 17. 
The 49ers are, are, are setting records offensively last week. They did that against Arizona. This week they're doing that now defensively against the New Orleans Saints. And we know we got the big, bad, monster Miami Dolphins, you know, coming in looking like sharks. But we're going to make them look like dolphins on Sunday. I can tell you that right now. Y'all can have all y'all. Y'all can be scared all y'all want to. I guarantee you the 49ers going to make them look like dolphins. And y'all can sit here and 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 give whatever. I don't care if they're the number, they done, what, the number two scoring offense in the league. I don't give ask me if that matters when you play in the number one defense. Just ask me. Because last time I checked, offenses sell tickets and defenses win championships. And I know that they added another piece to their defense for Bradley Chubb, but I'm telling you right now, it's not a defense in this game that's better than the San Francisco 49ers defense. And if you and 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 it's not us just noticing that. It's everybody watching it. Why? Because now everybody's sitting there talking about, oh, my gosh, they shut out the team. Oh, my goodness. Did you see what this defense? Oh, my gosh, they got to the goal line and forced a turnover. Now everybody's starting to become a believer. Sometimes faith without works is dead. So sometimes you got to put out some work for people to start believing. I guarantee you people going to believe now. And let me just put this quick thing out, even though this is not the Miami Dolphins preview show, right? But since we're, you know. Might as well just have a, a slight conversation before we go ahead and end this show. Let me just say this. The 49ers defense, remember this. Uh, Mike McDaniel was running the offense while my man D'Amico Ryans was running the defense on the same team. Don't you remember them defenses giving the off, this 49ers offense fits? Now, I will say maybe this 49ers offense didn't have as many dynamic weapons as the Miami Dolphins, but I can tell you this right now. The 49ers know every tendency about the Miami Dolphins, and I want y'all to understand that. They know the head coaching tendencies. They know the running back tendencies. The only tendencies they don't know are the wide receivers, and I guarantee you they'll figure them out. That's just what I'm saying, because they got the number one defense in the league. All right, here we go. We're going to end this show with a couple of clips. Now, Kyle Shanahan spoke about the defense, and then Jimmy Garoppolo spoke um, about his offense, right? So let's go ahead and take a listen to what Kyle Shanahan had to say about the defense. Oh, they were unbelievable today. Uh, I thought they had a chance to do well, but they even um, surpassed that. Um, you know, Dalton made a couple big throws, two of those posts, um, you know, the one that they got. Um, getting inside, I believe, the five twice and um, our D coming up um, with no points on that. You know, them having to go for it, they were, they were great. Getting the two turnovers, um, big-time day by them. Big-time day from the defense, forced two turnovers. Turnovers wins the game. They won the turnover battle, right, and they ended up winning the game. You guys got to really break down and give this defense some credit. We're talking about a defense that's battled with some key injury pieces missing, right? Eric Armstead still not playing. Javon Kinlaw not even on the act, like not even acclimated to the team because he's on the IR. Like they're missing two key pieces on that defensive front, which is probably why you're seeing some of these runs take place. Why you're seeing lanes break down in the rushing lanes and things like that. There's a whole bunch of factors. And then on the back end, guys, losing a manual mostly wasn't easy. They had two lockdown cornerbacks and they thought they were going to be able to supplement it with Jason Verrett, who's also out for the season. But you know what? The 49ers are finding ways to continue to win the game. All right. My man, Mark Lamar, shout out for you, man. Thank you for the contribution. He says, we can brag about the D when we stop KC, Miami, Philly. Until then, I'm extremely worried about our offense. I believe that's what you're trying to say. And I'm not mad at you for this. I think this is a pretty valid comment that we weren't able to uh, stop um, I felt like that was the worst defensive play that we saw from the San Francisco 49ers, but they were also just getting pieces back um, that day. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You have a good two, uh, good day too, Matthew. Thank you for tuning in, brother. I appreciate you. Don't forget to leave a comment in the comment section and like the chat, uh, like the, uh, the broadcast all right now look Miami look they score and I'm gonna be breaking that down Wednesday through Thursday they do put up a lot of points but have they played a defense like this yet you don't think they're worried just because they can score on some of these other defenses 49ers are the number one defense in the league so I get it you could be worried it's all good um the Kansas City game was an anomaly I don't think at that time we were built to beat the Kansas City game uh, the Kansas City team, I wanted us to win. But I just don't think we were built to to beat them. We had we were getting pieces bad. We had pieces injured. <laughs> like, so, look, I get it. Patrick Mahomes had a field day toward the end of the game. And shout out to Jimmy in that game because he was definitely keeping us close. Like, that's what he was doing. Like, Jimmy was – he was trying. He was trying. Um, But, look, it, it's all good, man. Look, I tell you what. Don't forget to tune in tonight. Nitty Gritty Niners Talk, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
The whole crew will be there, um, except for Peachy. You guys know she's dealing with some personal stuff with her family, so make sure you keep her in your prayers. All right, Peachy, we're praying for you, um, and we'll be uh, we'll be blessing you this week. So just know something will be coming out this week for you, Peachy, and the family. All right, guys, I hope you had a great show, man. Let me get to this poll question. Let me end the Q and A. Boom, Q and A's ended. Poll question: 153 votes. What I like to see. Who is the defensive player in the game? And we're talking about defense because the 49ers have the number one defense. I don't care what any stat says in the world. They showed why they were number one on that TV screen. That team got down to that goal line. That, like, two times. That turnover was crazy. And I got to give you my unsung hero. So we're going we're gonna to end with my unsung hero. And it just happens to be a defensive player. How about that? All right. So uh, with 52% of the votes, you guys voted. Fred Warner, defensive player of the game. I see you, Paul. I see you, baby. I see you, Melissa. I see y'all. Fred Warner, defensive player of the game. I'm not mad at you for that, guys. Um, it's crazy because Hufunga made a play to seal the deal. Bosa made the play that sealed, sealed the deal. But Fred Warner was a, was a machine. He was a machine. Good golly, oh Molly, he was a machine. Jeez, and I mean a machine. Crazy thing is, Hufunga led the team in tackles. Six total tackles, nine total tackles. Played all 57 snaps. Here's my unsung hero of the game. You ready? <laughs> Don't be mad when I say this player, please, because I know people are going to be like, what? I'm telling you he's a defensive player. So I, I gave that much up, right? I gave that hint. Um, my unsung hero of the game. Where did I put it? I'll just tell it to you. Here it is. Unsung hero of the game to Sean Gibson. Now a lot of people were like, "What? Why to Sean Gibson?" Yo, there was a there was a play in the, in the end zone and as a corner route where he had to cover and he made the play on the ball. And you know what? Tomorrow's episode we're gonna argue. Is Tashawn Gibson a better free safety than Jimmy Ward? That's tomorrow's show. Leaving it out there. Is Tashawn Gibson a better free safety than Jimmy Ward? And hmm, we'll save that for tomorrow. Shout out to uh, Tashawn Gibson. Uh, keep playing hard, bro. I, look, I, I know it's crazy. You know, <laughs> it, it's unfortunate. He's going to be a free agent as well, too, guys. So, And, and the question is this. Is he a better free safety than Jimmy Ward for the 49ers? And will he cost as much as Jimmy Ward? They're both free agents. All right. So it is it, it is cool what is cool. It, it, it is what it is. Everybody could feel the way they want to feel. I thought he balled out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there was a couple of questions I wanted to get to. I see Perk Dog said that Jimmy didn't play bad yesterday. Uh Callie at wants to know about the metric that I use to personally determine true dominance on defense. Honestly, I I don't really have the metric. I don't use the plus one, plus two, plus I'm not giving them a grade like that. Um it's more about like just like overall, like kind of like what I see. Um, but if you have any metrics out there that you want to suggest that I use, I'll I'll give it a try. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just going off of like, you know, what I see in living color. I didn't watch the film yet. If I watched the film, I would love to use the metric. You know what I mean? But just watching from what I see, I think it is what it is. Uh, but I can tell you this. They got Miami coming up. Get ready, guys. It's going to be a crazy week. All right. It's going to be a crazy week. You got the, the young Padwan coming into San Francisco to take on the Jedi Master. Um, and I don't I know for a fact Kyle Shanahan is not going to lose this game. I just know it. It's just not going to happen. It's not, not on Shanahan's watch. Like, you know what I mean? If it was any other coach, maybe. But look, it is it is what it is. Um, 49ers were able to be victorious over the Saints. It's victory Monday. Make sure you guys celebrate. There were some touchdowns. Let's get our dance. On. Touchdown! San Francisco! All right. So look, we won the game. It's all that matters. Let's get another win. Let's go to eight and four. Let's start this week off right. Shout out to everybody that was tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for the, uh, the Super Chat contributions. Don't forget to like this show. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Most importantly, let's leave you with this little Jimmy Presser. No, I was staying in the game. Uh, 
I knew what type of game it was. I mean, that's what it was all day. Uh, that wasn't the only hit that was questionable like that. I mean, they, throughout the whole game, it was like that. But, um, you know, it's football. And that's, it was a gritty game. Uh, proud of the guys today, just how they, they fought through all the adversity that was thrown at us. I mean, it was all types of adversity, and we just kept going, man. I think that was a, that was a good win for us. Stay up, stay faithful, y'all. Thanks for watching. Peace out. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Joe, breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by Trey, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know? Yeah.